Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show. Um, Here, and, you know, I always say, I've been saying for the past few weeks that these shows are evergreen, meaning you can listen today and you can listen in two or three years, and the information's great. But I am uh, going to date this a little bit because we're going through a coronavirus pandemic in April of 2020, and hopefully we'll come out of it soon, hopefully. But every guest that I have on, because it's really the elephant in the room now for all of us, is I, I ask them to address this. So today, my guest is Wayne B. Titus III. He's a CPA. His book is The Entrepreneur's Guide to Financial Well-Being. And so it's a very timely topic to also to talking about financial well-being during this time of the coronavirus when many financially well-being situations are, are threatened, if you will. So let me tell you about Wayne. Wayne, who's um, a CPA, PFS, and AIFA, founded AMDG Financial and AMDG Business Advisory Services in 2002. Based on his 15 years of experience at two large accounting firms working with Fortune 50 clients, he dove into entrepreneurship to make a bigger impact on people's lives. As a fee-only fiduciary advisor, his loyalty is to his clients. Wayne places their interests ahead of his own or his firm's. With assets of more than $150 million, AMDG Financial integrates tax, financial, and investment strategies to help clients make financial and life transitions successful on purpose. The company's credo is from financial wisdom, better stewardship. His latest book is The Entrepreneur's Guide to Financial Well-Being, and you can log on to amdgservices.com. Welcome, Wayne. Thanks, Patricia. I'm happy to be here. I guess I got to ask you the first question first. You know, um, uh, what do you say to the people who, you know, have investments, 401ks, annuities, and they're watching things disappear? What do you say right now to help people at least feel somewhat stable in this time? I think the first thing is, you know, this is a time of transition, and it's and it's not. You know, I've heard people say that this is, you know, uh, like the flu or like the common cold or whatever. This is different. This this virus is different, and we're we're struggling with how we can manage uh, our economy and our markets. Uh, but markets are efficient and they're forward looking, and uh, you know you can see April actually finished probably one of the best records, uh, best finishes on record as far as the market goes. Uh, it doesn't mean the market's not going to go back down or go back up. You know, markets are acting normally. They, they deal with volatility every day. And so what I would say mm-hmm. to people is you, don't, you shouldn't be changing your strategy uh, without an understanding that you're in it for the long haul. You know, you need to look down the road, not just what's happening today, because things will change, you know, whether it's tomorrow, next week, or next year. Things will change uh, and, and move forward. Yeah, so I think that that's really important. 
Okay. Well, and one of your first points is don't put finances on the back burner. And I don't know, I think during this time, if anything, people are thinking more about finances than ever before. So I don't know if people are putting it on the back burner. What do you think? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I deal a lot with entrepreneurial clients, but I think it's the same for individuals too. You know, there's, there's a number of things that you should be focused on. One of those is don't put your finances on the back burner. You know, I think uh, many times people compartmentalize uh, their financial situation. And, you know, in, in a, a situation like today, uh, in many ways, people avoid it. Um, I've had many clients tell me that, you know, when they get the statements, they're afraid to look at them. They put them in the yeah. bottom drawer. In some ways, that's a good thing because you don't want to be moved necessarily emotionally to make a decision that's a knee-jerk reaction that can ruin your strategy and derail it. But I think it's important to look forward and to, to really determine, are you, you know, do you have the right strategy in place? And mm. when you make a plan, stick with the plan until there's other information that shows that your long-term plan isn't going to work. Don't, don't let this kind of situation like what's happening today throw you off course because you can make a knee-jerk reaction that's going to derail your entire plan. If you, if you act uh, on emotion. Yeah. You say something here that I think is interesting. I'd love you to explain. You say, don't be lulled into a false sense of security. If you have a good cash flow and are paying down your debt systematically, you're also building a substantial blind spot. What does that mean? Well, I, I think the, the important thing is, you know, you, you have to have a good cash flow. Um, and even if you are paying down debt, you know, I was speaking with a client this morning. Uh, they're paying down debt. They're making extra payments or we're making extra payments on their mortgage. Uh, you know, but mortgage rates are at a, at a low. And when the markets are at a low, maybe you should be redirecting that and, and putting that into the market mm-hmm. and actually buying more shares at a lower value. Um, I see, I see. You know, that just having that sense of security of having your home paid off is important. But if it derails you from your long-term plan, you don't, you know, you don't want to be acting on that false sense of security and then find yourself one day uh, not having that plan be able to support you over the long term. Um, so I think you need to just design that strategy for the future and gently kind of challenge your status quo. Yeah, that's a really good point. What about, Wayne, what about people during this time who now are having to dip in to financial resources that they hope they'd have later on in retirement or in their later years because they just, they're out of a job, right? Or they have mm-hmm. to pay the mortgage. What do you, what do you say there? Well, the first thing I would say is, you know, make sure that you're, you know, you might be eligible for some pandemic unemployment assistance. Even if you're self-employed, I, I'm finding that many self-employed individuals, contractors and gig workers don't know that they may be eligible for right. unemployment. They, they wouldn't normally be, but under the current circumstances and with the CARES Act, they, they are potentially eligible for that. So work with your state to try to determine whether or not you can get some interim support in the meantime. Um, but, but I think longer term, you know, even though you may have to make a, a decision today to draw money out of retirement savings, uh, you know, you have to evaluate, is that really going to impact you long term? And can you minimize the, the expenses that you have now? Um, you know, just like you would if you were saving towards retirement, you don't want to, you don't want to spend money, um, when you don't have to. 
Yeah. Um, but you but you definitely want to make sure that you're evaluating how is this going to impact me long term? Am I going to have to make a different decision? And instead of just assuming that you're going to have to make a different to make a change to your strategy, you should be working with a trusted advisor to make a determination of are you still on track or not. You work with that advisor. Should it be somebody who's on the same page with you? Because I mean, I've heard so many times. Well, my advisor said to do it, and I did it, and I would have been a millionaire by now if I hadn't sold the stock. You know, so I mean, you have to be an informed citizen yourself, right? When you can't just solely rely on another person. I, I think that's true. You, you need to find an advisor that you can walk together with. I love the word solidarity because. To me, when you're walking in solidarity with somebody, you're sharing in the experience with them. And uh, when you find an advisor, it's not, when I say trusted advisor, it's not likability. Um, it's, it's, are they acting in your best interest all the time? Are they, are they helping you sift through uh, some of the confusing aspects of what you hear in the marketplace? Like when you turn the TV on, there's, there's lots of, of different opinions of what you should do and not do, but putting it in help, you know, working with somebody that can help you put it in the context of your situation uh, and, and helping you sift through all of that information so that you can make the decision that's best for your family. That's what I mean by a trusted advisor, somebody that's walking along with you in this process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's an emotional decision, isn't it? I mean, it's not all financial. You know, the other thing I want to ask you, and this is this is more of an emotional question, but I think many times, and I've seen it myself, you know, when you're going through something like this, it's like you start, it's not, it's hoarding in a way. It's like, oh my God, I can't buy that because, you know, what if next week, particularly if you're an entrepreneur, right, and you don't have a steady income coming in because of this. And so then there's that mentality of, well, I, I can't treat myself to this. Or, and it could be, we could be talking about 20 bucks, right? <laughs> 35 bucks. And I mean, I've seen it. And I, I'd love you to comment on that because I think, you know, in the long term, I don't think it matters. And I think maybe it's a good thing that you splurge a little bit. I'm not talking about $500 and $1,000 to run out. But I'm saying something that brings you joy during this time. But yeah, it is a little bit extra. But it's going to make you feel better. What do you think, Wayne? I absolutely think you need to you need to to do certain things and and sometimes treating yourself as an important aspect. You know, it it doesn't take much if you look around at our grandparents or or parents depending upon when they grew up. You know, there's a lot of people out there that had that attitude that uh, you know, they grew up through the depression. Yes. When I may never see these money, you know, I may never yeah. see this money again. I shouldn't spend it now, right? I know. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure that 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 emotion is developing within people now that are afraid I'm not going to have enough. And that's why I think when you work with the right advisor, they're going to help you see that maybe you will have enough. Even if you spent the $20 or the $500, it's not going to make a long-term impact. And when I see clients today that are much older that have amassed a significant amount of wealth, they're never going to spend it all. And it, it doesn't mean that that's a bad thing. It just means that they could have been living potentially a different lifestyle mm-hmm. um, and still had enough to pass to their beneficiaries. Yeah, I think that's pretty amazing. All right, we're going to take a break. Tell people how they can find you. Do you work with people virtually or in your city? Uh, how do you work with people? Yeah, we have, we have a virtual practice. We're in about 25 or 26 states around the country uh, our primary locations in Plymouth, Michigan, but like I said, we're we're all over the place, and we we have virtual meetings with clients, uh, some of which I've never met 
you know, face-to-face in our offices. So you can reach us. Our, our website is www.amdgservices.com. All right. Sorry, we're going to take a break. My guest for the whole hour is Wayne Titus. And I'll just read, there's so much that he's accomplished. But he is, um, he is a CPA, a PFS, and an AIFA, and he founded AMDG Financial and AMDG Business Services, Advisory Services, in 2002, based on his 15 years' experience at two large accounting firms. And he puts his clients' interests ahead of his own. And his, the assets of this company are more handling the assets of more than $150 million. He really will help his clients make financial and life transitions that are successful because they're purposeful. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on Voice America. America's Voice will be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. A brave heart is anyone with the courage to be of service to others. If you have that courage, then Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold is for you. Even if you aren't yet, you'll want to still tune in to get inspired, create your own story to share, and change your life for the better. Listen to the stories of service and courage shared by amazing guests and your input, too. Listen for Brave Hearts Radio, Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember, doing good anywhere does good everywhere. Join five-time world and international boxing champion, mental health advocate, writer, and speaker, Mia St. John, for In the Ring with Mia. After losing her ex-husband and son to mental illness, Mia has set out to empower those who deal with mental illness, homelessness, poverty, and addiction. Tune in and join Mia in the ring. And together, you'll find the help and motivation that you need. Listen live every Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back. And we are talking about financial wellness My guest is Wayne Titus. His book is The Entrepreneur's Guide 
to financial well-being. And Wayne B. Titus is a CPA. He founded AMDG Financial and AMDG Business Advisory Services in 2002, based on 15 years of experience with two large accounting firms, where he worked with Fortune 50 clients. He dove into entrepreneurship. He wanted to make a much bigger impact on people's lives. He's a fee-only fiduciary advisor, so his loyalty is to his clients, and he places their interests ahead of his own or those of his firms. He has assets of more than $188 million, and they integrate tax, financial, and investment strategies to help their clients make financial transitions and life transitions that are successful on purpose. And his, his logo, or credo, is from Financial Wisdom, Better Stewardship. And again, his latest book is The Entrepreneur's Guide to Financial Wellbeing. Welcome back, Wayne. Okay. Thank you, Patricia. All right. Now, you talk, here's another point, and I'd like you to explain it. You say, embrace and practice transparency. You go on to say, most people feel incredible stress when discussing finances, whether business or personal. Too many entrepreneurs may try to handle everything. After all, it was your idea, your dream, and anyone, you're on the line. But don't assume you should arrive at your advisor's office already understanding everything or knowing how to solve your problems. So explain that a little more. Sure. I I think it's important, you know, uh, I think you even said earlier in the first segment, finances are a source of incredible stress, right, in in a business, in a marriage. um, And it's important to be upfront and and understanding about that, to, to, to embrace that transparency, to not hide things. Um, just because maybe you don't understand it or you think you should understand it. Um, you know, entrepreneurs especially, their passion is for their business. Their passion is not uh, for taxes and finance. That's what my passion is. That's why I advise clients. And and I think it's important when you're working with an advisor um, or working for something with your spouse that you, you know, you clearly communicate what you, what you understand, what you don't understand, um, so that that advisor... Uh, and your spouse can work together to come to the right conclusion. Um, You know, you have to to work through that in in a transparent way. Otherwise, that that could remain a source of conflict. People get defensive, and that, you know, that's a breakdown in, in relationship. You know, I have a question. Why is money hard to talk about? People will tell you about their health, right, their divorce, quicker than they'll tell you about their finances. Yeah. Well, you know, um, we, I think we gain, we gain personal value out of, out of the money that maybe we've accumulated, you know, we're, we're emotionally attached to our money. It's our, it's kind of our safety. And that's why you have so much stress around the time like we have right now, when you see your balance declining and your investment balance declining, it's a threat to your safety and, uh, and your survival. And by exposing that to somebody else, you know, uh, they may be in a better situation than you are or, or not. Um, and people don't like to, to talk about that. It's, it, you yeah. feel like you're being judged by how much you've accumulated or not accumulated. Um, yeah. And so people avoid that topic. Uh, I, you know, you know, I think it's better if you do kind of communicate or talk about it, especially, you know, within your family to help people understand, um, you know, your situation. Yeah. What about those people who you know, have really put everything into the business and it just didn't work and maybe they had to file Chapter 7 or Chapter 13. But they came back again, you know, and talk about that because I, I think, you know, that's hidden. It's like a bad thing. People, It's got a very bad rap. 
And yet sometimes it's necessary, and it doesn't mean you can't start again and do well. Right. That's exactly right. Well, I have a very close family member that, uh, you know, had, had to, you know, was forced to file and to reorganize and, and, and start over again. And uh, it's, it's hard, right? It's emotionally draining. Uh, it's mm-hmm. difficult. Sometimes it's dragged out in court. Um, you know, it makes you feel unworthy. But the important thing to, to remember is, uh, you know, more businesses fail than succeed. And uh, if you give up the first time, um, you know, then, of course, you don't have the second opportunity. And many right. times it takes a couple of different times for businesses to get off the ground. If you talk with an entrepreneur, um, you, you'll find that many times they have failures and they learn from the failures, which puts them in a better position to manage yeah. their success. So yeah, it, I, it's very it's very emotional, but it is something that happens. Yeah, and I think looking at money as a tool. I think sometimes in our culture we get away from that. It's like how much do you yeah. have, and how much can you buy, and you know how many toys do you have. Instead of it gets abused, rather than this is a tool mm-hmm. that can give you freedom, but it can also hurt you if you eat, it's like food, right? If you eat too much of it and the wrong thing, you'll get sick. If you eat the right things and you eat it in moderation, you can be very healthy. So you talk right. about that a little. Yeah. I, I do see money as a tool, and, and you know, our goal is to try to help people see it as a tool, um, a tool to help them live the lifestyle that they want to live, to have that money potentially outlast them and maybe benefit their beneficiaries. Um, it, 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 it is not what you're worth. It is not what you do. You know, when I started my business, um, I started my business to help families and small businesses, uh, it, and it wasn't about the money. You know, my goal wasn't to get wealthy. It was to to provide a service to my community, to use my talents and skills to to help my community. And and I always said it's it's not about the money. It, you know, if I if I if I earn anything, that'll be great. And if I can support my family, that's even better. But as long as I kept doing the right thing, I just figured the right things would happen. I didn't worry so much about about the money. Um, I think people have that kind of an attitude. You know, it's important. Obviously, you need to have success or you want to have success in, in your ventures. Um, but money is the tool to make that happen. It's not the end all. Right. You also talk about creating a strong structure and a clear process. And that's what you would do right with your advisor. Right. Yeah, I think uh, when you're working in solidarity with an advisor, you know, there's three kinds of advisors that are out there. There's the, there's the, the advisor that's the paternalistic, the one that tells you what to do, but they don't really help you understand why. There's the advisor that's informative, the one that gathers all the information and then basically dumps it in front of you and says, Here, here's all the information you decide on how you want to move forward, and they don't really help you sift through all of that. And then there's the interpretive advisor. That's the one that's gathering the information and then helping you understand it so that you can make the decision that's right for you and your family. Uh, those are the kinds of advisors I think that, that we all need to seek out. Those advisors need to then have a good process. They need to make sure that um, you know things don't fall through the cracks. A trustworthy advisor is an interpretive advisor that has a good process. Um, you know, there's a lot of complexity in our environment with taxes, uh, with, you know, trying to understand what your financial plan is, and then how do you underpin that with a good investment strategy? 
if you're dealing with an advisor that's giving you advice from a silo, they're not necessarily considering tax implications if they're an investment advisor or if you're dealing with a, a, you know, a tax advisor, they're not understanding what the tax or the investment implications are. So yeah. seeking out a holistic advisor that has a good process that's less likely to have your information drop through the cracks. You know, this is important stuff, right? right. Making that financial transition successful on purpose is what you want. Right. So, and it's not just looking at the finance and maybe looking at the insurances you have, right? Like long-term care or life insurance or health insurance. I mean, it's, it's looking at the entire financial picture, correct? Oh, yeah. It's got to be holistic. And, and it's not just about how much insurance you have, but do you have too much and what kind of insurance might you have? You know, are annuities appropriate for you or not? Is long-term care appropriate for you or not? Or is, is whole life versus term insurance, which is better? Um, all of these things kind of enter into that equation. Uh, you know, we look at uh, the investment strategy is important, but the advanced planning techniques that you need to use are, you know, uh, wealth enhancement techniques to minimize or mitigate tax, wealth transfer to make sure that the assets are going to go to where you want them to go if something happens to you. Uh, right. Uh, you know, making sure you have the right levels of insurance and that you're not overinsured. And if you're interested in, from a charitable perspective, that you have a charitable gifting strategy in place, which can then also help you mitigate and minimize tax. Right. And also a will, correct, and power of attorney and all of that. That's important, too. Yeah, that's part of the wealth transfer aspects of things. So, you know, uh, the last thing you really want is... Uh, if something happened to you, you know, your loved ones are stuck trying to sift through the court system to try to get things resolved. Um, and, you know, especially if you've got a family uh, where they actually would need those monies right away, you want to make sure that they can use those monies right away. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have, if you don't have all your I's dotted and your T's crossed, that can be a real problem for your, for your family that's remaining. Yeah, important. So important. All right, we're going to take a break. Let me tell you more about Wayne. Um, Before Wayne Titus founded AMDG Financial and AMDG Business Advisory Services in 2002, he spent 15 years at two large accounting firms working with Fortune 50 clients. He dove into entrepreneurship because he wanted to make a bigger impact on people's lives. So he's a fiduciary advisor, meaning that he owes his loyalty to his clients and puts their interests ahead of his own or of his firm's. And the assets with more than $150 million, AMDG Financial integrates tax and financial and investment strategies and helps the clients feel that they can make their own transition successful and on purpose. All right. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. You can also log on to Wayne. Uh, let's do that again. It's A. I got it. AMDGservices.com. AMDGservices.com, and they have webinars and all kinds of things. So write to them, and they can put you on your list. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com. America's Voice. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories 
the gossip and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. If you are a pet owner, you know there's a special connection between us and our pets. They are part of the family. The owners of special breeds also understand the important roles they play. Tune in for Greyhounds Make Great Pets to find out more about one special breed. Hosted by Rory and Kathy Goray, along with TJ Beter, we'll focus on greyhounds, but we'll also cover topics that apply to any pet owner, like animal welfare issues, racing, and more. Listen live Fridays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Variety. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back, and we are talking about financial well-being, and what a better time to talk about this than during COVID-19 in April of 2020. We are talking to Wayne Titus III. He's a CPA, FPS, and he's the founding partner of AMDG Financial. His book is The Entrepreneur's Guide to Financial Well-Being. And he is a fee-only fiduciary advisor, and he owes his loyalty to his clients, and he places their interests ahead of his own and those of his terms, of his, of his own firm. And again, he's founded AMDG Financial and AMDG Business Advisory Services. The logo or the credo of the company is from Financial Freedom, Better Stewardship. From Financial Freedom, Better Stewardship. And you can log on to amdgservices.com. Welcome back, Wayne. Okay. All right. Let's talk about um, COVID-19, the coronavirus, the impact in terms of what businesses can do, the CARES Act. Because, you know, one of the things I was saying to you during the break is I think one of the biggest issues for people is we just really don't know. You know, we're I mean, we're predicting, yes, in a month, things are going to open up, but Okay, so they open up, and how do we know it's going to happen? What if more people get sick? What if things close down again? So we don't know there's an unknown here. So, um, you know, talk to us from a financial perspective for business owners owners and consumers, too. Sure. I think, uh, you know, we all, you know, business owners especially, but we all as, as individuals kind of went, went about things. We were, we were kind of uh, going through life, business as usual, 
to all of a sudden overnight getting to this situation where we're wondering how we're going to stay in business, how are we going to pay our bills, uh, income just, you know, in many cases, it just stopped overnight. Um, and I think this is, even though it's not exactly the same, it's a similar situation that we're dealing with and that we've dealt with in the past, which is we don't know what we don't know. Uh, and we don't know what we don't know, especially where it comes to finances, taxes, and investments. You know, uh, having a stream of income is, is something that, you know, uh, we may be struggling with right now, but I think it, it's important to, to understand it's, you want to look down the road, you know, it, it, sometimes it's hard to, you know, take our heads out of the sand and, and, and do that, um, but we want to look down the road. We want to make sure that we have a better sense of what it's like to integrate tax financial investment strategy and why that's important. And I think a lot of people's advisors are failing them. They, they just don't know it. Um, their advisors are maybe, you know, uber focused on their silo. CPAs preparing only tax returns, investment professionals only yeah. selling, pro- selling products. Um, you want to integrate these things because if you don't integrate them, the impact of taxes drags down that opportunity for your, for your wealth to, to support you through the rest of your life. And, and so it's important. It's, it's important what you earn in the market. It's more important what you keep after taxes. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, kind of learning a little bit more about how, how it's, uh, you know, how and why it's important to, to identify interpretive advisors and those advisors that are trustworthy in, in that they are uh, mm-hmm. providing holistic advice is yeah. important, especially you- in a day like today. Right. What do you think about it? And, I, and I'm not asking you for, you know, advice, because I know that's not what we're doing here. But just in general, what do you think about bonds or gold? You know, things that are just, um, I guess, more solid. What do you what do you I mean, do you think that 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 those things have a place in a portfolio? I think that they may. Uh, you know, I don't actually advise clients to hold gold as a as an element in their portfolio, I don't, I don't think that gold is a great diversifier personally. Um, I think it's important for people to have a level of, of fixed income in their portfolio if their strategy, you know, requires it. Um, but I think it's also important that many times when the market fluctuates downward, like it has, people get scared and they pull out of the equity markets or they stop yeah. investing in their 401ks. Yeah. And that, and that to me is the biggest mistake. You need to continue to be consistent with your strategy, not change your strategy. And by pulling out of the market and investing in something like gold or fixed income because you think it's safety, um, you might have done that. So as an example, in, you know, in March, the markets went down. In some asset classes, they were down 45%. That's pretty significant. Uh, but in April, those assets came back pretty significantly. So if you didn't rebalance your portfolio, um, and, and, and that's what I think is most important. We can talk about rebalancing, but if you didn't rebalance your portfolio, you missed an opportunity. If you just pulled out of the market and put it in fixed income, you missed the opportunity for your portfolio to recover. You made that loss permanent because you changed your strategy. Right. Right. So uh, some of this is done emotionally and that's why you're saying work in solidarity with your advisor before you start doing things on your own. I'm sure you've had clients that come to you and they say, oh, Wayne, I just did this before they came to you out of emotion. Yeah. 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 Or they push, or they push back and say, yeah, I, I'm not going to do that. 
you know, uh, it's hard, right? I mean, our money is, we feel like our money and the balance of what we have is our safety. And when our safety is threatened, uh, we run, right? It's fight or flight. Yeah. And when it comes to our finances, it's mostly flight. We, we make emotional decisions. We run away from exactly the time where we need to take a stand and keep pushing forward with the strategy. Right, right, yeah. And, um, you know, give us an example of someone, just an example, someone that you've worked with during this time that you feel has a pretty good strategy. You know, give us sort of a positive example of what you've seen work. Now, I know everybody's different. Every situation's different. But give us an example. I think a, a successful strategy includes rebalancing the portfolio. So as, a, as an example, um, if you had a portfolio that had equity in it and fixed income, when the equity markets drop, those are the, the markets that have stocks, right, and companies, when the value drops, they become a, a smaller part of your portfolio. And your fixed income, those bonds or, or CDs, they become a larger part of your portfolio. If your strategy is to hold 80% in equity and it drops to 60% because the market drops, and that means your, your fixed income portfolio is higher than where it should be. It's 40%. It's now 40% of your portfolio. What you should do and consider doing and what's successful is to rebalance. Sell off the fixed income, a portion of it, to get you back down to 20%. Take the fixed income that's in excess and put it and buy the equity market. So what you're really doing is you're forcing yourself to sell something that's higher in relative value and buy something that's lower in relative value. You know, if you had the, if you had the choice and you went shopping today and there was a store and the two stores were right next to each other and one had, you know, jeans on sale for 20% off and the other one had jeans at full retail price, which store are you going to buy your jeans at? You want to the buy 20%. them on sale. Right. right. So, this is exactly the time where people should be rebalancing portfolios um, and maybe taking advantage of things like tax loss harvesting, Roth conversions. These are times where you don't just sit and do nothing. Your advisor should be encouraging you to do something, rebalancing tax loss harvesting and Roth conversions. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, that's very good advice. So what you're saying to people is don't just sit because some people may freeze during this time and say, oh, I'm not going, I'm not touching anything. I'm not touching, right? And what you're saying is, yeah. no, don't do that. You've, you've got to look at this because right. there may yeah, be and some your, your changes. Your advisor should be encouraging you to, to look at it. You know, you shouldn't have to make the decision. You should be working with the advisor to try to figure out what's the best thing to do here. Right, which is really, really good. What do you say... Um, what do you say to people who, you know, families, maybe not so much small businesses, but of course, if people, you know, have a paycheck, then they can collect unemployment, correct? Or they may still be paid if they can do remote work. So it's a little different if they're a W-2 employee, correct? Yeah, if you're a W-2 employee and you're furloughed or laid off, uh, you know, you, you've always had the opportunity to apply for unemployment through the state. Uh, but, but self-employed, or, you know, individual contractors or gig workers, um, they've not had that kind of opportunity. They haven't paid into the unemployment system. And so there, up until now, there really wasn't any opportunity for them to have any kind of a safety net. And the CARES Act, which was passed a few weeks ago, uh, provides the opportunity for self-employed, for contract workers and gig workers 
to apply for unemployment uh, through their state. And you know, like in the state of Michigan, you know, I think our maximum amount of unemployment per week is $362. Um, but you're also then eligible for another $600 a week in what's called pandemic unemployment assistance. So that's almost $1,000 a week in Michigan. I know in Illinois, it's, it's much higher. Um, but many different states have their own levels of unemployment that you can apply for. And if you're self-employed, contractor, or a gig worker, you do have the opportunity to apply for this. And so I would encourage you to go out to your state's unemployment website and check that out and make application. Okay. Yeah, that's very good. All right, we're going to take another break. And when we come back, we are talking to Wayne Titus, and he's the author of The Entrepreneur's Guide to Financial Wellbeing. And he founded AMDG Financial and AMDG Business Advisory Services in 2002. And he really helps his clients. Um, He's a fiduciary advisor. So he really gives his loyalty to his clients and places their interests and his firm's interests over his, you know, over. I mean, he places his client's interests over those of his firm. So it's really about the client. And he will help clients with investment strategies and also just to help them have a better financial and life transition. And the company's credo is from financial wisdom, better stewardship. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com. America's Voice will be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Have you ever experienced the joy of living? Not just aspects of your life, but the true joy of life itself. Barry Shore has. You could call him an ambassador of joy. From a successful entrepreneur to becoming a quadriplegic due to a rare disease to his ongoing recovery through swimming and physical rehabilitation, Barry now presents his gifts to others as host of The Joy of Living. All you need to do is tune in. Listen live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert Alex Bullock. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition, and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a College Coach Conversation, hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts. We'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. 
You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back. And we are talking today to Wayne Titus III. He is the author of The Entrepreneur's Guide to Financial Well-Being. He's the founding partner of AMDG Financial, based in Michigan and works all over the country. He's a fiduciary advisor, so his loyalty was to his clients and their interests ahead of his own or his firm's. And he integrates tax and financial and investment strategies to help clients have a better financial um, you know, and, and life transition and how they can really do all of this on purpose and plan ahead. Uh, and you can log on to his website, which is amdgservices.com, amdgservices.com. Welcome back, Wayne. Thank you, Patricia. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, let's talk about just what I just read. How do you help your clients integrate financial and investment strategies and tax strategies so that they can have more of a balance? Sure. Well, I think it's important for every, you know, for every investor out there, every person kind of saving for retirement, that they, that they recognize and understand the importance of integrating these important areas. Um, you know, I mentioned earlier about many times we're dealing with advisors that are kind of siloed. They're, they're focused in their own particular areas of expertise. And the investment advisor is saying, hey, you know, talk to your tax advisor. I can't give you tax advice. And your tax advisor is saying, I'm only really filing my, your tax returns. I'm not really, you know, giving you any strategic tax advice um, or investment advice. And, and, and those things work together. Or they, they, they can work together. And they can improve the result uh, when you do integrate tax, financial, and investment strategy. Let me give you a, a quick example. Um, you know, we, we were working with a client at one time that uh, was just a tax client. They were a business client, and, and they had their own investments, and they, they came in the one year, and they had a huge uh, balance of taxes. They had like $60,000 in taxes, uh, which, which was a shock to me as their tax preparer, um, and they couldn't understand why, you know, why they owed that money. They thought that I had made a mistake in their tax preparation, and when mm-hmm. we dug into it deeper... It was really related to their investment strategy and their investment advisor who had sold uh, a number of stocks uh, in, in basically a, you know, what was called a wash loss sale. And so they were not allowed to take the losses and had to recognize all the gains and it caused just a huge taxable gain in their portfolio. That investment advisor wasn't considering the impact of taxes. So the return that they got was actually much less. Uh, overall in their investment strategy because they had to pay out $60,000 in taxes. So it's the integration of the tax and the investment strategy. It's not what you earn in the investment markets. It's how much you keep after taxes. It's yeah, really important. Exactly. To yeah, that's interesting that they didn't realize. Um, so tell us, um, you know, if we were to recap now and just kind of look at what would be the first thing just to review that somebody would do with their financial strategies now during COVID-19, what would you say are a couple of things, again, to review that they need to do? Well, they, they might consider tax loss harvesting. 
which which is a helpful tax strategy. They might consider IRA to Roth conversions, which are, you know, we can have a huge benefit of that since the equity markets are down. You can transfer a lot more shares from your IRA to your Roth at a lower tax cost. And then finally, you want to rebalance your portfolio so that you're redistributing that risk and positioning your portfolio to better take advantage of any growth in the equity market. So that, that's an important one. Do you have another yeah, one? Um, well, I think that, you know, if you're not, if your advisor's not reaching out to talk with you about the CARES Act or about what's happening in your portfolio or, or they haven't even made a suggestion to rebalance or to do these things, I think the other thing you should be looking at is, am I getting everything I need to out of, out of this advisory relationship? Should I be looking right. for something more? Um, so, so you should be reevaluating those relationships. Great. How can people find you again? They can find us on amdgservices.com. And my author page is waynebtitus3.com. Okay. And again, you work virtually everywhere. So people yeah, can we, certainly we, contact we are, you. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're in okay. 25 or 26 states now, but we, we advise across the country. Okay. Thank you so much for being on the program, Wayne. It was really very informative, very practical, and positive. Thank you. Well, thanks, Patricia. Thank you, Thank you very yeah. much for the opportunity to share this information with you. Yeah, that's great. Stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, that wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know that you can make your dreams come true, even during this time of COVID-19. If you're listening soon in April of 2020, um, do tune into the shows. Uh, you know, you can just log on to voiceamerica.com and put my name in Patricia Raskin. If you would like to be on my mailing list, it's Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com, and I'll put you right on. You can Then I will send you a list of all the shows. There are also, and that's in my newsletter every month everybody who's on the show and then also it's on my uh, website as well and um, if you'd like to like me on Facebook it's Patricia Raskin Raskin Resources and if you'd like to create your own program or you have a program you'd like to spruce up a little bit contact me because that's one of the things I do as I help people create their own podcasts and their own shows so that they can get these positive messages out all right folks until next time Remember, as I said, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.